to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we are very excited this week to have a special guest, a special returning guest. Uh, Daniel Friedman is here with us. You may hey remember guys. him uh, from a previous episode, but yeah, thanks for being here, Daniel. My pleasure. Thanks for having me back. Um, it was Highlander Endgame last time, yes. and uh, it's uh, Phantasm. <laughs> was it uh, Lord of the, the Dead? Dead. Lord, of, Lord the of, Dead. of the Dead. Lord yes. of the Dead. <laughs> the dead. <laughs> Lord of the Dead. Yes. Lord of the Dead. Um, Daniel has been keeping busy. His latest uh, graphic novel, just uh, published in uh, June, is out on store shelves now, called Raiders. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, It's been an interesting time to release a book, to say the least. Uh, Daniel, tell uh, some of our readers what the book is about. Give them a little elevator pitch so they get excited to go pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so Raiders is a new uh, fantasy book out from Dark Horse. Um, it's a graphic novel. So you get the whole thing in one book. And uh, the story follows two working class dungeon raiders just trying to eke out a living in a very corrupted fantasy world. Um, anyone who likes D&D, Game of Thrones, Dark Souls, Diablo, um, or any other dungeon raiding fiction, uh, I think we'll find something to enjoy. I think that there might be some crossover with some Phantasm fans, or at least some of these horror fans. Uh, <laughs> as we're talking about Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead, Justin, do you have a trailer for us, or do we have some other stuff, housekeeping we got to do up front? We got a little bit of housekeeping first. So, Eliz, take it away. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com with your suggestions for future franchises. This is the halfway point of Phantasm, so yeah. we'll need something soon. And also, you can reach out to us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. Uh, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you do get your podcasts. Uh, it is a great way to share your support and actually helps us out a lot. So we appreciate it. That's right. And uh, along with Daniel, we have another returning guest this week. Take it away, definition guy. Phantasm. The delusion of a disordered mind. A phantom. A spirit. A ghost. For most of his life, a young man has been pursued by a sinister force. Now he must learn the secret of the ultimate evil. Now it is time for you to come back to me. I actually think Definition Guy has been a different voice every week. Uh, (laughs) I think he has. (laughs) I don't know why they just keep using that definition because it's really not related i know <laughs> i like that every single trailer has started with that so far it's pretty funny. i guess they just were like i can just see the marketing people being like people don't know what a phantasm is you gotta start the trailer with the definition people don't know what that is i don't care that it's the third movie yeah but definition. sir there's no ghosts in the movie i don't care <laughs> <laughs> read the definition like i wrote it <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, this movie, just like all the other previous ones in the series, starts exactly where the other one left off with some reshot footage. Recap. <laughs> this is uh, I'm really starting to enjoy the wild 
uh, like retconning and just like totally yeah. like fucking over the previous movie to start a new movie that these uh, that these films have been doing. Yeah, so and, far. and twice it's just oh Reggie's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Reggie's fine. He looks ten years older, but ignore that. Yeah, <laughs> and I love how the, they edit it together for Mike in the hearse of just uh-huh. being a completely different actor. <laughs> yeah. They got rid of Beefcake McGee or whoever that guy was, and they yeah. brought back original Mike. Well, it's funny Mike. that you say that because I was like, I was looking at him, and I said, "Oh, he actually looks a lot closer to the kid. Like that's better casting." And I went, "Oh," and I looked at the IMDb. <laughs> that is, that it is, that is that's the him. kid. I also think that uh, you know, we based on what we see, what happens here, I think Eliz made a great, uh, ex, uh, correct prediction at the end of last week that Liz was just gonna probably be dead or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eh, boring. She gets her face eaten by a Jawa. Yeah, yeah. she gets totally annihilated. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> gross. Killed off screen. There are some fun <laughs> zombies in this movie. Gotta say. Yeah. Also, they, a weird they, Home Alone kid. <laughs> they moved away from the Jawas and more into like zombies and more yeah. balls, more balls, Mo- more balls behind and more, the Jawas more, and more ball jokes. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, but before we get too deep into it, I think we should talk to Daniel about yeah. what his uh, experience with the Phantasm franchise is yes. and uh, kind of where he's at kind of jumping into the third one here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of like grew up on these movies. Mm-hmm. I, I found them, um, at least the first three as a kid, um, probably too young, but, um, <laughs> like 12, 13, 14 in that area, but they played really well to me when I was 12, 13, 14. Um, they were super fun. And, um, so the only one I've rewatched in recent memory is the first one. And mm-hmm. I, the first one is is awesome. It it's it has its uh its charms and it's cool and it's the music's great. Um and I think the first one works pretty well. It holds up pretty well. It looks yeah. great. Um and I really still enjoyed it. So then now I just rewatch the third movie and um <laughs> it's uh the memories are coming back and um <laughs> they're not as they're not as sweet. Um it's it's there's there's a lot in it that I like um mm-hmm. as for it being like successful even in what it is i i don't know um so yeah i don't know like let's just dive in because there's so much to yeah it's like well and having those memories of watching it when you're 13 because i i don't necessarily remember seeing it then it was it was later uh but like it does that one thing that i will say well this is a good avenue into getting into to lord of the dead is that i'm happy that they actually brought a kid back into it even though it felt a little bit forced it that's a lot of what's successful about the first movie and having this kid kind of roving around this horror movie and doing really cool like you know him blowing up the door lock on his bedroom door and everything else like doing fun stuff this is a little bit more extreme than that <laughs> uh and a this little a, bit more shoehorned this kid but is a straight it does up murderer feel, it does feel a more, more yeah a lot more murder mur- moita where does uh, it fall in the home alone timeline <laughs> uh, it's it's 1994. This movie came out. So before, so that's before Home Alone. Oh, that's after Home Alone. After, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Think Home Alone's because 92? I I wrote down like what if Home Alone but murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, for Home Alone was 90. Oh okay, yeah. So they were like, bring bring a kid. We're gonna do the Home Alone thing, but we're really gonna kill them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
which was great. I love all of that stuff. The only uh, thing better would have if we had seen, got to see him set it all up in a montage. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. How we get to this is kind of insane, right? So it it starts exactly where the last movie left off, where uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, what was her name? Liz. Liz. No, not Liz. The other girl. Oh, uh, uh, alchemy. Alchemy. Yes. Alchemy. <laughs> Alchemy has transformed. She has stabbed Reggie. He has ejected. A lot of people just ejected from cars in these movies. Yeah. They can just leap free. Um, and and then the car blows up, but uh, Liz is being consumed. And uh, now I'm forgetting the kid's name. Mike. 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 Mike is unconscious, and the tall man's about to take him because he wants him. He's special now for some reason. But uh, <laughs> Reggie has a sort of some sort of techno grenade on top of him in his pocket <laughs> yes. the whole time it's not With just a, a regular grenade it has a blinking red light on it's it it's got somehow. a switch yeah yeah <laughs> you pull the pin and flick the switch yeah he also safety system yeah he also miraculously still has the uh, four-barreled shotgun that Which he, yeah. he just threw away in the yeah, last movie 100 exactly. he sure he left it in the burning oh, yeah. he definitely did but he gets to do that amazing so, thing where like the jawa people are like up in the trees oh, that was great and he just shoots up and then it's just like these four sacks falling down like one <laughs> two three four so funny so yeah he says to the tall man like if you're gonna take him we're gonna blow ourselves up or whatever and the tall man's like fine i'll wait and then he leaves yeah yeah i'll just get him later whatever yeah, I was going to ask you guys if in the second movie they clarified why Mike was special to the tall man. No. No, they just seem to have some sort of psychic powers. Yeah. Psychic connection between him and Liz, and they were that was why they were special, but they didn't really explain anything specific. And and he was still sp- trying to kill him pretty hard in the first two movies. Yeah. There's not all the weird stuff that we get into in this movie towards no. the end. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? What's weird? Oh, no, I don't know. It's still confusing. <laughs> so but... Mike's what in the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. He's, in, yeah, he's, uh, he's real fucked up, I, I guess. He's but in, like, like more, more fucked up than he looked in the previous scene. Cause he's hooked up to all the machines. And he's supposed to be in a coma for like 10 years. Or uh, two years. Two years. I think it's two years. I think it's two years. <laughs> And yeah. in those two years, Reggie just goes back to selling ice cream, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because like life just seems to move on pretty yeah. quick from that traumatic evening where Liz got her face eaten and the yeah. tall man blew up and the well, the, the beginning was. the beginning of the second movie had Reggie having a whole family, like a wife yeah. and kids that get I'm blown up. I'm glad that they, they acknowledged <laughs> that he had a wife and kid in this one. They yeah. they were like, Don't forget. Don't my forget wife and kid are dead. I do show yeah. a photo of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I got to say was actually like a really tasteful way of handling that. No dialogue. I was like, hats off, Phantasm 3. Like, you didn't <laughs> yeah. need to oversell or overexplain. The yeah, all, all you need is a yeah. nosy child who's going to dig through your bag. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there's a lot of like dream sharing, right? Oh, yes. This movie was the movie that cemented that Hideo Kojima loves the Phantasm series. I'm almost <laughs> certain of it. Because they all go to Reggie's Beach in this movie. They do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, but Mike first has that glimpse at uh, at heaven or where, wherever he is. <laughs> yeah, so we see Jody's ghost, which has yep. aged. 
<laughs> yeah. There, there's this there's there's this amazing moment where like, you know, Mike is like heading towards the light and he sees Jody and you think you'd think that like uh there'd be this really enthusiastic like, "Oh my god, it's Jody." Wow, and then they're going to yeah. be emotional, but instead it's like this. Jody? Yeah. It's me, little brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's me. My favorite part was when Reggie <laughs> saw Jody for the first time and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know the, the the lines are never said with quite the right uh, emotional. Which, which version of this movie did you guys watch? There's more than one. Well, I just asked you if you got the version. You got the version where Jody was Hayden Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> Where they edited him back in, yeah. No, just, uh, yeah, no, just the regular one. Well, Ghost Sage, that's fun. <laughs> that's a fun fact about the afterlife. Um, But yeah, Mike wakes up from that, like, stint in the afterlife, and he's being attacked by some crazy, gross zombie, zombie lady. Yeah. Zombie nurse, yeah. <laughs> also, who seems fairly intent on killing him. <laughs> oh wait actually it just i just i just put it all together she's using that yeah. same tool that the tall man uses at the end exactly. not to jump ahead okay yeah. it all makes sense guys it all <laughs> makes perfect sense that <laughs> you had to get two years to embed the zombie nurse so she could have the right tools with the right chemicals <laughs> so wait then what happens to him because he leaves again he gets taken into he gets taken into the dream world, I guess. Uh, I don't remember. I remember. I, I can't I, even remember. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, no. It feels. It feels like that. This is something that was edited around. It seems like that there was something that was actually supposed to happen, and they didn't quite get it. Because then it just cuts to like Reggie's on the road. Yeah, but where did Mike get taken away? I can't even remember. Oh, because they go. So Reggie shows up at the hospital, which I thought was really funny. He shows up and walks in the <laughs> walks in the room like everything's cool, right? And the, and the nurse is like, uh huh. He walks in the room and Mike is being attacked. And he's like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and they they fight off that lady, and then they go back to Reggie's house or whatever, right? And then um, the tall man. Um, the tall man appears at Reggie's well, house. Li- yeah, he just comes into his living. Yeah, he, he yeah. yeah he just comes into the living room through one of the you know apparently now those dimensional forks or whatever they're called can just appear anywhere. He oh, can use yeah. them. He, he can use them yeah. to. Um, he can use them to really. Uh, sure, fucked up my hallway. <laughs> yeah. Fuck up Reggie's hallway. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what the homeowner said that the house they rented. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they the, yeah, when they burned yeah. the floor. <laughs> and this is where, yeah, this is where we have all the weird stuff with Jody where he's like, Jody's there. And then he turns into one of the spheres. And then the tall man like crushes, not crushes his sphere, but he like burns it or makes it break or yeah. something. Yeah. The Jody sphere is like along for the mission here, yeah. but he's kind of like burned up and he needs time to like, heal or something yeah it's like malfunctioning kind of yeah um but mike so gets yeah taken reggie takes off to yeah. go what look up more random towns well, he well he's hears- looking for mike right that's what yeah. he's trying to do he's trying to track down mike the, the sphere tells him to go to some small town yeah and so he hits the road and the tall you find out that the tall man has just uh come through each town and yeah just, and it's like kind of post-apocalyptic 
mm-hmm. except between the towns where there's still the old guy, grumpy guy at the gas station who's like, yeah. don't go to that town. Yeah. It happens like two or three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this well, is the second movie with all of that, too. Uh, I did yeah, like when Reggie was, had... Oh, okay. I was going to say, go ahead. I was going to say, I like when Reggie had his Mulan moment and he picked up like a little girl's doll to show that the town had been <laughs> ravaged or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the second movie, the tall man was just a stand-in for gentrification. It was very funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, the I will say that the effect of the ball coming out of the nurse's head was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that's right. That I forgot that that's what happens. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, that was a good effect. It's really and that's gross. like the first time that we're introduced to the idea that the balls are in people's heads because mm-hmm. I don't think that was at all in the last movie. No. No. Well, we, well, there was that one ball that went through the dude's spine and then yeah. dug its way up out of his mouth. But yeah, but yeah. this is more making it seem like the ball is controlling the body. Or it's like really, right. really, the ball yeah, is the entity. Better. The ball is the entity, yeah, we, and the body is just like a puppet. Or we see well, the tall man open a ball that has a brain in it. So now we know yeah. there's brains in the balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we can assume that Jody's brain is in a ball. They also, the I think the line he says is turn the bodies into drones and the minds into killers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which it was, sort of seems backwards, but yeah. <laughs> it was really confused. That, that scene was like, we get a little bit more information, but also I'm like, it makes less sense. No. <laughs> well, does it, it makes even less sense. Cause it's like, okay, did Jody die in a car accident or did he get it taken at the mine and then put his brain in there? Like what? Ha- like where did the tall man get Jody's brain? Yeah, I don't know. When did that happen? Doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I did like that the car crash that I cut back to was just like the chase scene from the previous movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I love too that a lot of this movie is propelled by um Reggie just trying to get laid or hitting on, hitting on girls as usual. It's the continuing so, adventures exactly like the of Reggie. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, we could talk about but like for the beginning of this movie, I was kind of like maybe I was too hard on Reggie. <laughs> Maybe he's not so bad, you know, like he doesn't really hit on that weird white lady at first. But then once we like meet Rocky, I was like, nope, I was right. Reggie is just a straight up rapist all the time. That's all he is. Keep him away from the children and the ice cream. I cannot see past this anymore. I refuse. So what Elis is talking about is that there's a specific scene where Reggie goes and they're going to he's met up with uh, uh Rocky, uh, who is a ex army black ninja nunchucking badass lady. Yep. Uh, uh, with uh, Tim, who's the other boy, and they're they're on the road. We'll get into like their that introduction scene uh, later. But to get to the creepiness, they pull up to this inn and uh, or, or inn motel. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, the guy's like, oh, we got like three rooms, like, like single beds or whatever. And we got one room with the queen. And he's like, we'll take the queen huh. bed, the queen bed, makes the kids sleep in the car. And there's a or whole like be murdered, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, there's a whole jokey thing where like Rocky's like, oh, Tim, you can just come. You, we can make room for you in the car. And behind her, uh, you know, Reggie's like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> don't go. It's, in, not, don't go it's, in. it's supposed to be played for last, but it's just so gross. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty gross. It's not great. And then uh, and then they get into the bedroom and uh, Reggie's just like, come on, sleep in the bed with me. You should sleep in the bed. Why don't you sleep in the bed? Let's sleep and he's like bed. touching her. And yeah, and he keeps yeah. touching her. And then she finally the only way to stop him is to act like she's seducing him and then handcuff him to the bed which is just like 
so horrible that it has to come to that, like yeah. in yeah. order to get him to stop. Right. Uh. <laughs> Reggie. 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 And then, so like, so she ostensibly hates him. Then they have sex in a dream sequence, <laughs> and then like after the dream sequence sex, she seems to like kind of like him. I don't know. I don't. I don't think she ever came around to yeah, liking I, him. I don't think she did. She does say like, "Get away from my man." She says, "My boy." No, she says, "My boy." My, my yeah. boy. Yeah. She says, "Get away from my boy." <laughs> yeah, like you know, not, you guys not are boyfriend. my boys. Like that doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. that I, you know, yeah, I don't want more a like zombie a, to kill you. It was more like a camaraderie enough, thing. Enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think she ever liked him either. Uh, all right. Well, so we skipped over the Tim introduction. Yeah, let's bit. go back to. Timmy. Oh my god, the Tim introduction is so great. We first get introduced to these three horrible people who I don't know yeah. what I don't know I've where seen them. I've seen them referred to as redneck looters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're even rednecks. I, yeah, I don't know. Kind of just uh, and they're looting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they look like a ripoff version of uh, like the team from A Fish Called Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> they look like, uh, you know, characters out of some like side scrolling NES game, <laughs> like a beat em up NES game. Well, they are they are kind of like the Goonies bad guys, like the the robbers are trying to kill the kids, except like it's like But the one guy's got like a huge gold chain with a dollar yeah. sign. <laughs> like what? <laughs> who are these people? The other he's guy's like, dressed up like, like he's a pimp or something. Rocksteady or Bebop before they got transformed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what they're they look like. Yeah. I definitely want to see like the five phantasm prequels just about these Those, three people yeah, is so weird and random and they make they no doing? sense. Yeah. And then they get the best on Reggie real fast. They like <laughs> they knock him out and they steal his car. Um, and then we find Timmy. Yeah. In what has to be one of the best sequences in the movie. Cause you're just like, what the fuck is because <laughs> first of all, they pull up to this house that looks like all of the other like mortuaries that we've seen. So, you know, at first, and also there's like graves outside. You're thinking like, Oh man, this must be where the tall man is. So clearly it's going to be like a bunch of, you know, little Jawa creatures, you know, lurking around in that house. And instead they go in the house and then there's all this creepy clown stuff. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Oh yeah. The clown, there's a clown that is thrown down some stairs that is adorned with multiple sharp knives. Yeah. And the, and the music is like going wit, 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 nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause, cause you walk in and there's like these two people in rocking chairs and even they have like clown costumes on when their heads get blown off. Yeah. But yeah. It was great. You immediately figure out that, uh, this is not, uh, you know, your standard home alone stuff. Like he throws an ax directly <laughs> into this woman's like, uh, forehead and mm-hmm. instantly kills her yeah. and uh yeah he escapes uh, i liked the murder frisbee that was oh a good my one. god that was amazing the way he threw it was kind of insane though because it was basically this frisbee that had a bunch of razor blades on it and then he like threw it vertically and then it kind of came up and then sliced this dude like right across the neck yeah, perfectly like boomerangs yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just so great because like the the guy was holding a gun on him and he's like i'm not messing around and then the kid's like oh yeah well neither is this <laughs> and he throws it the only thing he was missing was a murder yo-yo of some kind yeah mm. So and funny. He, does he, and then he just has a gun. He's like an expert marksman. <laughs> yes. And then he just shoots the third guy. <laughs> yeah. He makes him, he lets him fall in a grave. And the and third guy falls into him. the pit. Yeah. 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 Oh, he falls yeah. into the pit and then they do the dramatic 
pull out to the super wide shot with the echoing gunshot as he executes this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah. okay, I guess yeah. we can't show a kid shoot somebody in the head. <laughs> yeah, the kid, the kid makes a war uh, uh, a booby trap that violates the Geneva Conventions and then executes yeah. a grown man after murdering two other people. And like, we don't necessarily even know like what has drawn him to this. It's like, the tall man came through just like any other town. Yeah, and then I, he explains. I will, say, I will say the flashback with in the in the uh, coffin with his dad was pretty good. Yeah, he explains that like he's just been holed up in that house, like killing looters as they come by. <laughs> that's what the, that's what the multiple graves were before he yeah. got there. We've seen a lot of particularly third movies where the male protagonist gets a kid sidekick seemingly out of nowhere. Lots of times like this happened to Braddock. This happened to yeah. Rambo, uh, you know, other, other ones that we saw, but I really liked this kid and it was good because since there was a kid in the first one, it was, like you said, it was a return to form. Yeah. Uh, but I thought this kid was, was good and uh, helped more than he hurt the movie. It was sure. just weird though. Like, cause Reggie's just immediately like, okay, kid, like now we're like, now we're just pretending like it's the first movie all over again. You're just, a true. Kid. Well, he did try to ditch him he with did, a random yeah. orphanage lady. Yeah, that's true. Which is funny, but he always, outs- he always outsmarts Reggie, which is probably not hard to do. And then <laughs> also he shows up multiple <laughs> times to just like, yeah, dead eye shoot like things to save people's yeah. lives, which I think is really funny. Not many movies have a straight up murder kid. Like, <laughs> That's <right. it's> true. <laughs> yeah. Or just a gun toting kid. Like it's yeah. kind of rare to see a kid shooting people. People. Yeah. yeah. And, and it not being a joke <laughs> yeah. and him not threatening. It's like, it's yeah. not like I'll do it. And he's just like, nope, dead, dead. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. His bandoliers on. They don't get cut off. But yeah, like I did, I did also kind of like that scene that uh, Tyler, you're talking about where he explains like what happened in his town. Cause yeah, we, his dad was the sheriff. Yeah. And his dad was the first one to die. And then they do this whole thing where he explains that like, <laughs> they were so funny when he's like sitting by the grave, like, yeah, well I waited around and they never covered up the grave. And then his mom comes by like, Oh, Oh, don't worry, Tim. They probably just forgot to do it. They'll do it tomorrow. And I'm like, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> don't they do that like immediately after everyone leaves? Yeah. They got tired of redigging up all the graves. So they were just yeah. like, you know what? Just leave this one open. I'm tired of digging up. They, all they're going to the just come back up anyway. Whatever. But it, it seemed like that was a, a throwback to the first movie as well when yeah. the tall man lifts the coffin. Yeah. Except yeah. that they cut that part out of this one because yeah. <laughs> he's just like forced. Angus Scrim couldn't it was, he's sixteen years older. He's probably yeah. I mean, he couldn't I, yeah. deadlift I did a think, coffin anymore. Yeah. I did think that was funny because yeah you see the coffin like rising up and yeah like he's no we know what's gonna happen. It's rising up out of the grave and then like the next scene it's already in the car. Yeah very weird. And then he drives away with the back open so that the kid can jump in. Yeah. It's a lot of little loopholes like that. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- this, this is this is the, the another part of the movie where the kid jumps just like head first out the back <laughs> out of the, the back. Yeah, yeah he's got the he's got the sheer force in his legs to <laughs> propel him through a you know probably a pretty strong piece of glass <laughs> a hearse back window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like uh, the the scene too has one of my favorite sound effects in the movie too, which of course you know I had to record. Uh, there's a moment when. Um, it's actually, I thought it was actually pretty creepy where like he watches his mom go up and confront the tall man. And he just kind of like, he doesn't say anything. He just like turns his head slowly, kind of like nods towards the coffin. And then the coffin opens and she looks in and sees that, uh, um, that is her husband. And I was totally like, Oh man, this is really creepy. And then this happens. Ah! 
<laughs> he just goes bad, <laughs> which I, which I, <laughs> which I did not think was scary at all. <laughs> like they couldn't come up with a better <laughs> zombie noise. <laughs> bad. <laughs> like maybe in that situation, I would have laughed at whatever was happening. <laughs> Bah. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that, they introduce there already that like now the tall man can make full size zombie servants. They don't need to necessarily be squished into Jawas first. Yeah. Great. Well, we did kind of see it. We did see a, a zombie with the grandpa very briefly yeah, last last movie, but we didn't see right. much of him, but he yeah. was there. Did you guys get a real, uh, Deadite vibe from the zombies, in yeah. The from like Army of Darkness, yes. It, uh, it felt like uh, that made an impression on somebody. Well, definitely, like the last movie, it, it it had like that weird. It felt like Evil Dead to Evil Dead Two, and we talked about that specifically. And there was a part in where one of the mortuary people uh, was putting ashes into a bag, and the bag read Sam Raimi. Yeah. Like, oh, so really? it was, yeah. So okay. I, I don't know if they, we, we, I didn't find out if they were friends or whatever it was, but he was certainly influenced by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely has that vibe for sure. Cause yeah, you don't see it once after the opening that the Jawas don't come back. Right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I almost was like, you know, I had almost forgotten they were in the beginning. Cause I was going to be like, they're not in the rest of the movie, even <laughs> though they kind of show up. Uh, one of them shows up on a, on a, you know, oh, on the, gr- on they the table. The brain out, yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we pick up Timmy. That's they right. kill the redneck looters. Yep. And they hit the road. Back on the road again. They're off to go check uh, out another uh, another mausoleum. mausoleum another right? random they, town. Yeah. That's what they do. They just go check out random mausoleums. Mm-hmm. And then I, it's unclear where these two characters what they're doing in the mausoleum to me. Did I miss this or? They were just said that they're, they're trying to figure out what's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. Their town had also been destroyed, I guess. Okay. And yeah, they they never are like we're trying to avenge a specific person or whatever. Yeah, they they're just there for to be there. They're basically they're, doing the same thing that Reggie's doing. They're trying to right track down what the hell's happening. Which is a cool idea. Right. Idea. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like the idea that there's like other people having similar experiences with the tall man and then, you know, finding each other on their journeys. I mean, that's yep. a, it could be a cool idea. Right. Um, but then, so then they immediately dispatch one of them. Yeah. Um, in a, in a, basically a complete retread of the, fr- the effect from the first movie. Yeah. And like not as good, actually. We've seen it happen yeah. multiple times now. So it's like, mm. and the blood's yep. not as forceful. That could have been a good opportunity to showcase a new ball. Yep. And yeah. It, instead, it's just the same. Classic ball. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed by that for sure. Yeah, but we get Rocky Rocky. out of this who lives and uh, has nunchucks. Unfortunately, she loses one nunchuck pretty early and then only has one for the rest of the movie, which I'm like, oh, man, like it would have been way cooler if she had had two nunchucks. Here's a question. Is it nunchucks always or is it like what's the point? So like nunchucks is the the two on the chain, like a set of nunchucks is a nunchuck. And each, I don't know how that works. How you break that down? Good I don't question. know either. I gotta Where's say, <laughs> what? No, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I gotta say, the, the way that Rocky uh, shows up on the side of the road, like in a very 
So it's very weird because they leave Rocky at the mausoleum. Like she wants to stay there and figure out what's going on, right? And then they drive away and they're driving along. And then I don't, I don't remember, but like all of a sudden they're driving by her on the side of the road. The way that she appears later in the movie like that and joins him, I thought for sure she was going to be another like tall man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but that didn't end up being the case. But I was like, man, Reggie should stop trying to trust these like hot girls because they always turn out to be the tall man. Yeah. On the side of the road that he takes to a motel and tries to sleep with. It's yeah. his move. And I know. And then they try to kill him. And the then trusts the them implicitly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. He gets uh, duped by, you know, it's women. good to know that he wasn't traumatized by that at all. Yeah. He doesn't even remember it. Apparently. Yeah. Nothing seems to phase anybody. And in in including Rocky <laughs> seems to move on from her dear friends. Yeah. That's pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. But yeah. like, well, that's what happens when you yeah. when you tangle with the tall man, a person that we don't quite understand or maybe even know about yet. <laughs> yep. I did like, though, that once they figure out where they're going to go next, they mention, OK, wait a minute. This town has the largest gothic mausoleum on the West Coast or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's a cool idea. Like that line kind of got me excited for the rest of the movie right. because I was like, you know, we, we sent we had kind of accused the last movie of having a pretty standard uh bare bones mausoleum that was basically the same as the first one and not as cool because didn't have all those twin peaks curtains um but when they said like we're going to a real you know like uh, we got a location for this movie (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they're heading that direction yeah, Which this... I was actually it was it was a cool set. Like I was curious where they shot it. It's a it's a location in Compton. It's the Angelus uh, oh, nice. mausoleum, I guess. It looked really cool. Like it looked great. It looked so cool that I thought maybe it was actually in Europe because it looked very similar to a lot of places that I saw when I went to Prague a couple years mm. ago and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's right there. You can go see it. Lots of Phantasm fans have taken pictures of themselves in the various hallways. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, so we should totally do that. Some day if the pandemic ever ends <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um well we already talked about the gross hotel scene but we do need to talk about the uh the dream state astral plane stuff that goes on in this moment we don't need to talk about the gross dream that reggie's having where he's like <laughs> totally cool with jody just watching him go to town have sex with rock <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, hey man, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, I don't want to disappoint the lady. Never I think stops. Just you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. I don't want to disappoint the yeah, lady. Yeah, and then there's a weird. Then there's like a really weird. Like Jody says, you need to get behind me, Reg. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, I mean, not you know what I mean. Not get behind me, but like you know, agree with me on this. <laughs> and like, what is not even the dead ghost of Jody is like, oh, uh, no homo, you yeah. know. <laughs> It was so weird. Uh, I was like, come on. Jesus. No, it's gross, though, because she's already thwarted and resisted, like, one rape attempt from uh, Reggie, the rapist. And then (laughs) basically, like, in the dream, he does it. So, like, the movie is still violating this Mm -hmm. woman in a gross way. Yeah. And it's really gross. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's the thing is, is like in the last movie when Reggie picked up uh, uh, alchemy, like they, it, the tables were turned and he was like, oh, I didn't sign up for this and whatever it was. Yeah. And they turned it into a joke, kind of. 
But at in, least she consented. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. She was just like, oh, fuck it. Let's fuck around with the ice cream man. <laughs> in this movie, it, I, I yeah, it's it, the scene goes on too long. I think it tries to play itself as a joke and it <laughs> doesn't. Although it is inherently funny that the ghost of his friend is sitting there and he's just like, oh, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it but just it, goes, it goes yeah. on too long and it does feel exploit. It, it feels exploitive. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because this is like the, uh, uh, annual, not annual, but every one of these movies has had boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So they're like, oh, we're going to do it this one, but it's like, it's not even like a a real it's, encounter. I don't know. It's yeah, gross. It's weird. You would have preferred if she turned into a man and stabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always more fun. Yeah. yeah totally. Surprise yeah. man. Yeah. Also, the, they when he eventually does stop and go after Jody. They they have to they, they carry over the cut him buttoning his pants, <laughs> yeah, which I, I thought about when they were shooting it. And they were like, "Remember when you come through the gateway, your pants are down." So now when we're three months later on the salt flats shooting this scene, yeah. we need to start with your pants off. They, <laughs> yeah, I just love that I it carried that over too. the cut. It was yeah. so fucking funny. It's just like, yeah, I remember that scene, that dream sequence where you were fucking fully clothed. Well. <laughs> We're going to carry over the dream logic of that as you cross over to your beach in the salt flats <laughs> where you buckle up your pants. Uh, ridiculous. <sighs> yeah. So they're, they're in the salt flats, which is apparently some place he was when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And then Jody's like, Hey, check this out. And he turns into a ball and opens a portal <laughs> and he's like, get in that light boy. Yeah. The, Jody's ball can make the uh, lightsaber noise, which is cool for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, he crawls through this blue light and it turns out that he's suddenly in like another mausoleum somewhere. Yep. Where Mike is being held hostage in a box that has no oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) And the tall man's all like you like Mike's like, I need to get out of here. The tall man's you know how to escape. And I'm surprised Mike doesn't believe. Yeah. I'm surprised Mike's not just like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I mean, I, it, uh, we'll talk about it, but it did seem several times that whatever's going on between the tall man and Mike, they are trying to keep in their pocket to set up for the future. And they didn't want to reveal it in this movie. Well, yeah. certainly, because in the first movie, Mike's by himself all the time. And the tall man could have gotten him at any moment he wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, like what you're totally right, Eli's like this movie, like, more than the last one, you get the real sense of like, oh, they're definitely making another of these movies. This one is like not answering things oh, on it feels purpose. Like a, it feels like a backdoor pilot. Like yeah. if it was just like at yeah. the end of it was just like ball fighters. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like before it was just kind of like, okay, he's coming after Mike because Mike's coming after him, you know? Right. And then also, then second one is kind of like, okay, he's coming after Mike because Mike has special powers and can sort of see what the tall man's up to more than a normal person, which, okay, fair enough. But now it's trying to be like, he's coming after Mike for because Mike's special and also they, used to be something. Yeah. In a, like They have some previous relationship. definitely grooming him, yeah, for something. Yeah. Um, child molestation yeah. but, I mean, <laughs> he's getting him ready yeah. he's not he's not a child anymore but yeah uh, still he's like the, remember the tall man was waiting he was yeah waiting. <laughs> <laughs> the tall man's a monster but he's not a monster yeah. he okay? says so at the beginning he says i'll wait i'll wait yeah. that's what when jody when jo- when uh 
when he's going to blow him up in the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. He's like, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. This, so, yeah. It, that way he's, he's a better gentleman than Reggie. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> but the, oh, uh, I will say Phantasm similar to Highlander is like mm-hmm. very slow to dole out its mythology. Oh yes. yeah. They, it's like, they don't have much and we're going to spread it over like five movies. Um, it's, it's a little frustrating watching it now how little you learn about the tall man about about any of it um it is really one... funny now that the first one was restored by bad robot jj yeah. abrams <laughs> 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 it's just like oh yeah i, I see it I, it's I, a mystery that's a box of a movie yeah yeah but this one we did get more than the second one which gave us Ugh. almost nothing yeah so but did time... we want it <laughs> i mean uh... It's you, interesting. Kind of. Yeah. So we got we got lots more balls. Yep. Um, thousands. There are many kinds. There's now. thousands there's of thousands them. There's thousands of them. Yeah. The, um, this moment when, uh, yeah, we're kind of jumping around in the dream logic, but like there, there's a part towards the end where Mike is just laying on a bed. Not on a bed. He's laying like on a slab or whatever. And he's like got the, he's got one of the spheres, like the Jody sphere or whatever on his head, like balanced. And he's like in some sort of, you know, dream state place. And he sees the tall man and they're talking in that moment when he like falls down and above the tall man is all these balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool. Cause like, I, I love when it's like that, that scene is like the very moment where they start laying out like, Oh, the tall man is playing at some like way bigger game than we have even right. heard of or thought about. And I just thought like that reveal of like, Oh shit, there's like a million balls and he's like gathering all these balls, uh, the spheres or whatever I thought was a really cool moment. Yeah. It's definitely cool because we saw, I don't even know if we ever saw two balls on screen at the same time. Mm-hmm. We saw three balls that existed ever max that we knew of. And now, you know, there's tons. He's been of busy. Kinds. Yeah. But also the, the spheres are cool because the effect, I mean, it, I'm sure it's just a ball on a string that they're throwing around, but it works. And like, as far as like the, the visual effects go, like the, the spheres always look great. They, yeah. they yeah. sound good. They're cool. Like, I think they're one of the best parts of the whole franchise. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, then- and I like that, like the tall man has these, the gold ball <laughs> you find out at the end. And then there's like the Jody chard ball. I mean, it's I, that stuff is fun. I like that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that maybe the ball is like the the spheres are like the main thing that he's like working towards making uh, in this movie. Yeah. Not not the little like squished down people. <laughs> yeah, the barrels were not important. But they they make it oh. seem like he has to he takes the bodies, squishes them down, then takes the brains out. Brains out yep. and yep. maybe it's the squishing that makes the brain small enough to fit in the to sphere. In the sphere. <laughs> That's why he uses the buckets to make the little guys. Yeah. It's just yeah. like get just their brains small. Otherwise like the, the balls would just be too big and unwieldy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just seems like a crazy process. I don't know. There might be a yeah. better way. Build a Once shrink again, room. everything makes sense. It all lines up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like the idea that he's amassing an army to take over, you know, World town, multiple worlds is kind of what what they say in the movie. Yeah, he said like w- worlds, like hundreds of different worlds, and more yet undiscovered or something yeah. like that. Right? right, like that was cool. Yeah, in this any other universe in perpetuity, he's just covering all of his legal bases there. Which, yeah. yeah, I just like that that opens up a whole nother like, oh, shit. Like, it just makes everything so much bigger than it has been so sure. far in these movies, yeah. which kind of just, excites just me. Just you wait. 
<laughs> four and five. Oh my god! Yeah, From what I remember, huge... you're you're in for a ride. <laughs> oh god! Sweet. We get a huge confrontation in this really super cool location that we already talked about—the mausoleum there. And there's all sorts of things happening. We're getting split up. Uh, Reggie's three's... having sex again. Reggie, yeah, is, <laughs> thinks he's having sex with Rocky again, but it's just the zombie lady. Uh, the three zombie people are back and they're attacking everybody. We have a, re- a really lame memory. <laughs> clip from the first movie where mike yeah. just remembers the time that he saw the tall man walk by <laughs> reggie's ice cream truck no. and look at him and then keep walking and to really show no emotion or discomfort of any t- kind yet mike is like the tall man doesn't like cold yeah he first just stares there and he's like cold <laughs> and they're like yeah huh what was that boy it's that classic keanu r- line from constantine <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't oh. like that. That that leap in logic does not make any sense. He didn't look uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. at all. No. Oh, because he continued walking the same direction he was. No, and, uh, no honestly, before he said anything, like I thought that it was going to be like, oh, Reggie's the tall man, or like there's Ooh. some connection there because it was just a, a shot. Like because it's just like Reggie's in the foreground, like loading up ice cream, wearing some <laughs> dumb glasses, uh, and and yeah, it's it, it just seems like that they've they've. He found that shot and and the, oh, we can use this, I guess. I like there's that. A it, lo- there's a lot of that in Phantasm. A lot of yeah. like reusing of old footage. And uh, I know from, like there's footage from the first movie in all of the movies that you don't ever yeah. have seen before, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> that they shot so much stuff that didn't make it into the first movie that they had enough to add to four other oh, movies. The, yeah. 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 That's crazy. Is what is it? Silent Night, Deadly Night, where the second yeah. movie is basically just a recut of mm-hmm. the, like it has mm-hmm. like forty percent of the movie is the first movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so so great, classic. Um, I also love that it, it totally makes sense that Reggie, the ice cream man, is the one to explain everybody about cryogenics. Yeah, <laughs> all the mausoleums are getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Was- it's the hot new <laughs> yeah. thing for all these it's rich the hot guys. New thing. But I love that the cryogenic tank is full of decapitated heads. Yeah. As if they're frozen. You can just put them on. And he's like, these idiots yeah. think they're going to get new bodies in the future. It's just I mean, so I funny. I definitely don't think that that's not the idea behind it. Well, it they're is just, maybe in like they're Futurama. just loose. They're just loose in a vat. No, there's a lot of really grim shit about like people getting their heads like cut off and then oh, frozen really? at mausoleums and then like power going out and them like being complete like it's Ugh. there's there's a there's a lot of like that was because i always thought the thing was to freeze your whole body and then when they have a cure for whatever you have then you could be unfrozen yeah i mean there's there the science behind it is dubious at best uh mm-hmm. but a lot of them are just heads i just love that but they they're not loose in a like a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that they walk up to this like Batman villain vat of like <laughs> liquid nitrogen and they're all like, what is this? And Reggie's like cryogenics. <laughs> like he's the smartest I read a, guy. I read, a, I read about it in Mortuary Monthly. <laughs> I mean, they probably would be keeping up on the latest uh, Mortuary News. Just to <laughs> That's right. <inform laughs> just, their have, just to have a leg up on the tall man. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so wait, was Reggie in the two years that he was in the coma going around and like going to mausoleums? Is that what he was doing? Unclear. He was definitely visiting Mike. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Selling ice cream, I suppose. Living in yet another house with a fireplace. <laughs> yeah. That's all. So you can have heart to hearts with small <laughs> That's boys. That's all he does. He does it again in this movie. Yep, which, he does. Yeah, he does. <sighs> I was like, there's there's so many like things that start to be called. But so, but so, yeah. yeah. Oops, sorry. Go but, ahead. No, I was just going to say the cryogenic tank is just so clearly a setup for how they're most likely going to dispatch the tall man. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just so, it's, it's, it's a little too set up. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it comes it's, in real late and they explain it in a way where you're just, just have a, you're, just, like, yeah. you would not be spending this much time. Uh, and it's not even Chekhov's cryogenics tank. It's yeah. basically just like, Oh, this is here. At least they do it slightly differently. I imme- immediately was like, Oh, the tall man's going in that tank, <laughs> but he doesn't well, actually go in the tank. They kind of do the same thing in the previous movie with the acid, the acid vat, the That's pump true. and suck machine. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's the air airlock of the phantasms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we kind of, skipped we also got the return of pieces of the tall man that turn into like bug like oh, yeah that's creatures. Fun. that was a whole thing um we've also found out that you know we, we already said those gates could pop up anywhere but also reggie specifically has the power to turn them off by putting his hands on both <laughs> posts well, he has used a tuning fork, if you recall. Yeah. So yeah. he knows how a dimensional fork works. Now, now, yeah, even though in the last movie, it seemed like he didn't know what that was. And now this movie, we flash we, back to we that We complained scene. about it in the last movie, and then they brought it back in this movie, and I was uh, incorrect to complain about it not being in the previous movie. <laughs> I do like that everyone else seems to just, like, walk through. Everyone else seems to just walk through the gate. And the tall man, when he comes through, he, like, is a little creeper, like, mm, I'm going to just stick my head and hands through. As we know about the tall man, <laughs> he goes arms first, like a Frankenstein, into every and, situation. Yeah, and the way he's doing it means that he had must have had to get on his hands and knees and just, like, crawl through. Like, what? <laughs> Well, you know, it's those other dimensional forks, like when it's not the one that's set, like sometimes they're at different levels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is just a shorter one. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you just didn't take the time to, to level them out. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, we do get like some awesome like there. Like, at one point, it seems like that there's like a some sort of slug or snake that's trying to go up Reggie's nose. And like, what do we think would have happened if it made it up his nose? Would it have just killed him or would they have been able to control him? I think he probably would have just died. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But uh, Reggie almost gets a knife to his nuts. Yep. I thought that was kind of funny when it's like crawling yeah. up his pants and he's like, I've got this. No, no, no. I've got this. I've got this. <laughs> and Rocky's just like, stab. Um, the movie overall is way more comedic uh, than the last, the last couple. Yeah. It's trying to go for way more jokes than the, than yeah. the last, the last movie. Yeah. It's not very scary. Uh, no, unfortunately. No. Um, and the first I, one definitely I, is. Yeah, I, I I think we're coming up though on my one of my favorite moments in the movie though is when Rocky and Timmy have share a can of beans, and then they decide, <laughs> wait, we shouldn't finish the beans. We should, should save some for the other guys. So Timmy walks across the mausoleum to put the cans of beans in the giant walk-in fridge, passing like corpses <laughs> and. Uh, Mike with a Jody thing stuck to his head. He's, he's, he looks at it. He shrugs. Like, yeah. He just keeps getting. He keeps going. That's great. But he's also carrying the the cans of beans in the like giant cauldron that they use <laughs> to heat them up in the like 
furnace that they burn bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. In the crematorium, yeah. yeah. And they're eating with knives. Um, <laughs> like one bean at a time, just on the tip of each of their knives. Typical just, childhood stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Every part of it was so insane. Like I was yelling at the TV. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> but then also Tim walks into the fridge and he puts the beans down and he sees that there's all these hanging bodies on meat hooks. Yeah. And that never comes back into play. No, he just goes <laughs> like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, they even like linger on them. Like I thought for sure one was going to like look at the camera or something, but nope, nothing happens. Now, I noticed that one is actually a naked woman since the second pair of boobs uh, oh there you go well i'm glad that she got some beans i mean at least they're feeding them. <laughs> we never find out what happens to those beans do we no. <laughs> they just go well away. that's where the next movie starts on the beans uh, hey it, it might you know we don't know anything can happen in these movies man it's gonna start somewhere. Justin, you ever weird. do that? You ever you ever t- stick a knife into a pot of beans and get a single bean? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the way she Slide does it that between your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the way she comes out with only one bean and then says we should save the rest. I was like, that made it look like it was the last bean. What the fuck? Yeah. How long did it take you to eat half that can? Uh, and I believe that's the only time we see them eat in the movie. Like, so yeah. go, they have to they have to eat something because otherwise that'll be unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Where did the beans uh, even come from? Oh know. my god! And then that's when, uh, and that's when the redneck looters show up after that's dying right. like three times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and get, yeah, getting run. Oh, is this the the car chase? Was that before? Or after this? That's that was before. before. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's when the they, when, second time they killed him. Yeah. When the when the lady gets shot in the face and run over by the car, that's a great effect. That, that was hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Another clearly d- a doll. I mean, obviously it's not going to be a real person going on there. Yeah. But it just looked really funny. The 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 car chase with an insane car explosion uh, is like a staple a of, this of the series. series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every one so far has had a crazy car explosion, car chase. You, they, the uh, Reggie's Barracuda never blows up or takes any damage, right? No, it's it, it's magical. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> too priceless to touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it, I guess it's technically Jody's, and then Reggie just drives it now. Somehow they always leave it somewhere, escape in a hearse at the end of the movie, and <laughs> yeah. then at the beginning of the next movie, the car's always back. Yeah, <laughs> I love uh, that scene when they're like. They're they're like uh, in the car and they're like, I don't know where to go. Where are we supposed to go now? And then like three hearses go driving by and then they're like following them and it's like a hearse convention. There's like yeah. 80 hearses lined up. <laughs> There's always a pink hearse in this movie now. Too. Yeah. They introduced that idea. Yeah, the I, looters thought, I thought you were going to talk about the, the line that Reggie says early in the movie where they're following the Jody ball and the kid's like, it's saying this or whatever. And Reggie is like, I just hope that this ball has a better sense of direction than mine. Yeah, which yeah. which was like huh? <laughs> balls have a sense of direction. direction. Okay. okay, all right, Jody, uh, Reggie, we get it. All you're thinking about is your dick. Okay, god damn, he's uh, so gross. I he, can't even. Yeah, like... I've I've turned the corner now too. It's like he's pretty gross. That's uh, weird because he's supposed to be our hero. He's right. the one character that's staying the same throughout all the movies, same actor, same character. I mean, he's, he's aging. He's aging, <laughs> but he's the protagonist and they try to play it off like he he should be likable and you should like him, but no. <laughs> but- it's weird because I, there's something about like 
read the guy playing him that is yeah. kind of likable. Yeah. But yeah. then the, as like the character, he does so many stupid sh- and shitty things. Yeah. It's confusing. Cause you, I, I want to like him. Like I, I want to really like him and there's times when he's charming enough and it's like, but then they always make him do such sh- shitty things, especially when it comes to like all the, the women stuff. Like it's yeah. so, I mean, I don't know if that's just like things don't age, you know, it hasn't aged well or what, but um, yeah. it's just, it really stands out. And um, yeah. And I think I, I maybe this is maybe me being like, I don't know, ageist or baldest, but in the first <laughs> movie, I said he looked creepy just based on the fact that he was bald and had a ponytail. He didn't really do anything that creepy in the first and movie. You, and we and he was likable. And we were like, no, like he did everything. Yeah, and, but and he was- as the <laughs> movies have gone on, he looks less creepy because he's aging into his baldness and the ponytail right. is less pronounced, you know? And so he looks more he looks less creepy, but acts creepier every movie. It's like a uh what a, what's like a parabola? What's the thing I'm searching for here? Phantasm. Yeah, hold on. Let me it's find like the, a f- the definition for you. Yeah, like Phantasm. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a continuum. Is the less creepy he looks, the more creepy he acts. And uh, there's no you can't reach balance. Yeah, you know, I think that it would be if the jokes were actually funnier and they were more self-deprecating. I think that that's what they're actually trying to do. They just don't land. I think it was maybe what's going on there because I agree with Daniel. Like, I think that I want to like him. Like, I think that he's like, what he's doing is kind of fun. And like, I think that like in the content of what they're trying to do, they are trying to make him self-deprecating. But I just don't think it works. Yeah. It's just it always goes too far. Like it's one thing to be like, "Oh, hey, baby," and she's like not interested, and it's like, "Oh, ha ha," and it's another thing to like force the kid to sleep outside, get her in bed with you, and then touch her over and over and over again until she handcuffs you, and then not just dream that she's into you and she's kind of like you know flirting with you or seducing you, but right. dream all the way into having like sex with boobs and just you know. And her know. and her talking about how amazing he is in bed. Yeah, too. exactly. Just like, oh, it's so big. Like, <laughs> you know, we all know it's not. So just stop. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Which which is one of those things where I think that they might think that that like I feel like that there is a place where maybe they thought that was funny on the page. But uh, well, and even after that scene, he still tries to be like, you know, uh, it's warmer if you sleep two people in a sleeping yeah. bag. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he keeps trying. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Tyler, you just said there was a page. Is there a script for this movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These well, movies no, I... definitely seem to be just made up as they go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to shoot tomorrow? I don't know. I don't what know. Do you... <laughs> we'll figure it out in the morning. <laughs> just like, oh, we got canceled that. I mean, yeah, it, no, it really does feel like most of these are just like, well, what can we get away with? Like, I don't know. Certainly the first one was like that. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, this one, I, I I haven't seen the second one, but this one felt much more episodic where it's like yeah. there's the opening section, which kind of, you know, uh, seals up everything from the second movie. And then there's this like normal life section. And then there's the road section. And then they go to town and there's the looters and Tim. It's like it's all kind of, you know, feels very episodic, um, yeah. which I think hurts it as a whole. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like I said, it, it felt like a backdoor pilot or it felt like something that and maybe maybe that would be more interesting. But I think that we're uh, is there anything else before we get to a rating system? For, well, we got to talk about we got to talk about how it ends. Yeah, because as we're getting to the end, 
the looters distract the third episode. Rocky and Reggie and everybody long enough that the tall man does somehow get the better of Mike while he's on this operating table. Yeah. And something has been put in his head. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think the shot at the end when Mike is going away from Reggie and confronting him and you see his eyes are all shut. That was kind of a cool. That was a really cool effect. Yeah. Shot and effect and idea for what it might be going on. Yeah. His eyes look like basically like chrome, like, like it looked like it was like a full eye contact of just chrome balls in his. Yeah. Skull. And then we get Jody again, which I maybe could have done without because he's just kind of like, well, come on, Reggie, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes like, seeing is believing and believing <laughs> is understanding or whatever the fuck he says. He says, yeah. don't believe everything you see. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he says, don't worry. It'll all make sense later. And, in and the and next the movie, movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i will say the the very ending of the movie i think is one of the best parts like when the mm-hmm. when the oh, kid comes cool. out and uh uh what's his name reggie reggie is like pinned yeah. against the wall i like by dozens and dozens of balls that seemed to it was like a new level of yeah, yeah. i did like the shot yeah. too where it was like it was, you could see him in the background through the door yeah uh, with like just the window, the window. yeah and it's yeah. just his head yeah. and he looks like clearly in distress and you don't know yeah. what's happening and then justin please tell me that you pulled the tall man's last line because it's perfect for our series oh sequel i rights. mean come on it's never over <laughs> that's every franchise we've ever done like i almost feel like we need to incorporate that into the theme song or something i think we know? should <laughs> it's never over yeah and then yeah this movie ends the exact same way as all the other movies with a child being pulled through a I, mirror yeah and i can't wait for that kid to just be dead at the start of the, first movie, the next movie just another jawa eating his face on the I side know. of the road i really like him but i'm pretty sure we'll never see him again it also reminded me of um, how they just get rid of Hicks and, and Newt and Alien 3. Yep. They just open the movie and their faces are gone. gone. And it's like caved in. Yeah. I guess that was like a big thing in the 90s. Just just, yeah. just kill people. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> they wanted yeah. to like, you know, explain why they weren't in the movie. So they would just unceremoniously just cave their faces in in the opening. <laughs> because they didn't want the actors back, but they needed to address the characters. <laughs> They didn't, you know what? And that makes me upset that for the Independence Day sequel, we didn't get to see a caved in version of Will Smith's face. They just <laughs> killed him off screen. <laughs> bastards. Um, I, actors, uh, child star Chuck in on oh, Tim, yes. though. Um, so Kevin Connors, I always hate when these child stars have really generic white guy names, but sure. um, he, you know, he went on and maybe we will someday watch him in pre hysteria too. <gasps> The dinosaur uh, movie? Yeah, that the dinosaur thing. And uh, he was also in Pleasantville. And then he went on to be like a grip and electric guy on a couple of movies. But he hasn't really done any in a while. And I'm pretty sure, but not 100% sure, that he owns an ATV parts dealership in Scottsdale. Oh. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. I like that when you go to his IMDb page, the photo that comes up is Rocky for whatever reason. Yeah, it was really confusing because it's cropped badly and he's in the like, if you click to expand, you can see him, but it's actually just a picture of Rocky. I was like, what? Yeah. That's really funny. They do send Rocky off though. She she gets to yes. leave the franchise right. unharmed and 
with her face not caved in. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, like, well, like after everything that they just saw, she's just like, now fuck that. I'm done. I'm not, I'm done hunting zombies. Like, and she drives away in the hearse and then they go back inside the building when all that happens. And she tells, she tells him, keep your balls in the air, Reg. Yeah. Whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. that means. And she yeah. gives him like a pity hug, but I'm yeah. glad that she's able to leave the franchise for now without succumbing to his whatever. Yeah. No, the pity hug is good. It's a good move. Yeah. yeah. And she says bye to the kid. And I mean, yeah. I think like you know, a lot of like ethnic people or black people will tell you that like usually they don't screw around with this stuff. So it totally makes sense. So she's like, I'm out of here. You <laughs> white people can keep doing this, but I'm alive. So I'm leaving. Although that to, to be fair, they met them in a mausoleum doing the exact same thing. That's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> but I, th- I guess it is kind of unique that she gets to like leave alive considering mm-hmm. she's like a black woman in yeah. these horror movies, which yeah. absolutely normally would mean she'd be the first probably to die. And yeah. And she yeah. was never like particularly her blackness was never really a point of the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And she was super cool. I mean, like she was, she's yeah. this pretty cool character. Um, she's by far the best female character that has been in the series. Yeah. 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 I enjoyed the so nunchucks. What's, so what's our rating system? This oh, I think, I think it just has to be that noise, Justin. <laughs> Which noise? This one? You know. I'll try to play many, it. When, I'll try to play it. How many times we say, however many oh, okay. uh, yes. rating, you have to hit it that many okay. times. Okay. You go first. Uh, I think I'm going to give this one four. <laughs> four of those. <laughs> Out of ten. Um... Yeah, this movie uh, is not as good. Um, like I, like like we mentioned, like I, I I don't think I normally I would have fun when things veer further into comedy, but I just was kind of hoping that this would continue being super creepy, um, and it kind of follows a little bit too much. I think the formula of the last movie where the last movie was really a road movie. And this kind of ends up being part of a road movie. And it does the same exact thing as what we talked about last time where like it saves all of the story in like the last 20 minutes or something of the movie. Yeah. And so the rest of the movie ends up feeling like we're just kind of like padding out with random stuff before we get to reveal tiny little itty bitty things about what's happening in the, with the tall man and everything. Um, and I guess I was just hoping for a little bit more. Um, but I do think what they, what they reveal at the end of the movie is pretty interesting to me. And it does make me excited to see, um, it does make me excited to see where these go. Uh, I'm really, I mean, it definitely leaves me, it leaves me interested, uh, in what's happening with Mike and, you know, as we've seen now with three movies, uh, I am definitely uh, really interested to see how they start out the fourth movie because <laughs> this one leaves it even in more of a crazy cliffhanger <laughs> than the last one. Yeah. And uh, so far, the sequels have all been, you know, crazy in the first 10 minutes about wrapping up whatever was happening in the previous movie. So that'll be fun to see. Um, <clears throat> but we yeah. got to let Reggie age significantly at some point, right? I mean, he's, he's already. I'm too old for this shit. That was the only other thing I had pulled. Um, he's already getting too old for this shit. Um, but I mean, that's, that's true. I, I, I'm, I think it's cool that they brought back all the original actors, even if they're not the best actors. I think oh it's, my God, you guys, I just saw something amazing about this movie. What? This movie? 
No, the next movie. Spoilers. Oh, tell us. How dare you? Right. Well, no, it's just it's uh, I, I will do our ratings. And then I when, when we're talking about it, I, I feel like it, it can't be disclosed. OK, I'm going to do my rating. Justin, give us this many. That's five. Bad. Bad. All right. Uh, so I I uh, liked this one more than two. I have to say. Oh. Um, I liked the kid, despite you know it's one of those things where in sequels I'm like, yeah, I know what you're doing because I've seen so many sequels at this point, but I'll I'll allow it. You know, same thing with uh, Rocky. You know, she is the best female character we've had, and I appreciated that. Uh, so I liked those two additions, and I liked that we got more. Uh, mythology about the tall man the jawas the spheres the whatever's going on here and uh, some setup for something with mike um even though i think maybe some of it could have been done better i at least appreciated that it was there because in this the second movie i just just feel like it was such a waste of time i don't know uh and yeah i mean all the balls and everything are cool and there's still a lot of cool uh melty skin and gross stuff and yeah lots of cool things yeah the effects are are awesome in this movie as they always are uh i think i'm gonna go four as well Uh, what do you think i wasn't gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) four uh i yeah i like that there was some more world building i suppose you could call it that uh at the end of the past 20 minutes um i i did like the dream logic stuff is getting a little strained although (laughs) i do love 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 as daniel pointed out that they carried the cross cut over him buttoning up his pants (laughs) between dream domains that's just amazing um and like there yeah there, there's some cool stuff going on i'm excited to see what, what's gonna happen i did like i thought that having named zombie antagonists or not named but at least they have faces instead of just the jawas made it more interesting i thought that they made them more more villains i thought that was a, a, an improvement um and i having the original actors back it's fun like it, it was kind of disappointing to knowing that it was this small kind of indie thing that he put together. It was kind of confusing why they weren't, why they weren't back. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to see what happens next, I suppose. Daniel, what um, about you? Well, before I give you my, my rating, um, I think the reason why in the second one, it's a different actor is because the second one got distributed by universal. Yep, That's correct. And they didn't want, they wanted to not, they wanted a real uh, actor in the movie. Yeah. In, 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 in quotes um <laughs> yeah and so, so i know that, that they was... wanted somebody that could like have a romantic connection and with a girl and they didn't feel like that other actor could i don't know yeah and so i think from what i've heard is that like reggie jody mike and and the director uh, uh don c c <laughs> yeah. um don coscarelli <laughs> Coscarelli. Um, I, I, I think they're all buddies and they just like yeah. making yeah. these movies together. And like, that's really awesome. The fact that like this group of friends got to make, you know, these, these super weird movies. I mean, say what you will about them. Like they're unique. You never really know where they're going to go. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they, they, they're, I don't know. I, they're, they're special in their own way. They're not mm-hmm. necessarily good, but um, and so this is my rating. <laughs> Four bars. Um, because, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of great ideas. Um, moments may be a stretch, but like 
shots <laughs> or um, <laughs> little, little, little beats here and there are cool. And there's enough, I mean, the spheres, like, I just like the world. I like the mm-hmm. mythology. I like the, the dream states. I like the tall man. Angus Scrimm's tall man is always great. Um, and so there's enough in it that is, is likable. Um, but it's just not necessarily a good, complete movie experience, uh, yeah. unfortunately. But but I still but it's still um, I still like it. I still dig it. It's it's one of the few action horror franchises that that is yeah. um, does its own thing and and um, it's unique. I, I mean, I also really like uh, Don Corsicelli's uh, John dies at the end. Yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, yeah. That one's really fun too. Another like ultra indie, tiny little movie that you know you could definitely see its its uh, what do you call it seams here and Mm -hmm. there. But um, yeah, but it's just but there's something sincere in these movies in all his work. I think Bubba Hotep too. Mm -hmm. um, That that works, and um, despite the creepiness of Reggie and whatever else, like (laughs) there's enough weird humanity in them that that comes through. So. Um, unfortunately it only gets four bars though. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that like, I totally agree. And it's amazing that it's these friends that have got to make these, make these movies. And like, he's never, you can never call him out for making an uninteresting choice or trying to do something. That's not like it's, it's these movies aren't compromising. Yeah. You know, sure. they're yeah, only, there's nothing conventional about them or yeah. generic. Um, like the only thing that's compromised is what they can do for the budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was like, you know, whatever uh, shortcomings they may have in their dealings with uh, how they portray women um, based on like what year this came out and whatnot. When I first saw two black characters on screen, I was kind of like, OK, is this good or is this like going to be like a leprechaun in the hood type yeah. situation where they're <laughs> really stereotypical? And, bad? and they didn't go that way. I mean, it just could have been. It, and it woman. definitely deserves credit for that, for what was happening in movies at that time, especially horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what's the next one called and how many years? So it's called it's 1996. Uh, so it's two years afterwards. It is called Phantasm Oblivion, and it is the fourth movie, which means the I and the V are in oblivion. Oh, <laughs> love that. That was the thing I got excited about. I was like, oh, shit, that's the best use of Roman numerals in a sequel. I think we've had on anything that we've covered. Yeah, well, we uh, we called out. um Fightchins for putting a little bold shine on the V in Dragonheart Vengeance. That's right. Remember? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I always, I always love a, a Roman numeral uh, inserted in the title. Oh uh, yeah. Or really, any number inserted. That's right. In, yeah. in a title is good. Um, like so Splash Two. Oh yeah, Splash also. <laughs> oh, yeah. Splash also. Oh. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, what kind of thing can we dream up for the start of the next movie? <laughs> it's a Battlestar Earth scenario where they go through a portal and fight the tall man on his own terms. So Mike, Mike wandered off in the darkness of a cemetery. Yep. Tom, or was it Tom or Tim? Tim. Tim, Tim got Tim. pulled out of a window. Yep. And Reggie was left hanging on the wall with a bunch of balls. Yep. Well, Reggie will be never fine. see Tim again. That is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, he'll be unceremoniously killed in two first. Tim, Tim will I mean, also I have. We get to see his face caved in at least. Yeah, he'll just be another head that the tall man yeah. is holding. <laughs> It'll be in the cryo the the cryo crock, crock bot. Yeah. Rocky will come back. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Re- Reggie's gonna escape somehow. I don't know how though. It, it, well, he he'll be like balls in the air, balls in the air, balls the in air. The air. <laughs> He's going to remember or, back. Yeah. I 
would be I would be I would jump up and down and scream if he used the beans to <laughs> fight them off. Oh wow. Yeah, maybe maybe we're gonna see the tall man's plans finally come to fruition here because he's uh, you know, off to destroy worlds and it's called oblivion. So maybe we're gonna yeah, see some end end of end times kind of stuff in the next one. We shall see. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of this week's episode. Daniel, thanks for being here with us. Thank you guys. Always great. Where can people, uh, where can people find your new graphic novel Raiders? Uh, if they want to check it out and follow you online. Yeah. So, um, so Raiders is available everywhere. Um, Amazon target, Walmart, uh, online, uh, also stores, Barnes and Noble. Uh, if you can, if you want to go out and get it at your local comic shop, that's the best way to, yes. um, support uh, the comic shops because that's they need the support mm-hmm. um, but otherwise it's available everywhere and um, otherwise you can find me on Instagram at uh, not Daniel Friedman so oh, tricky. Easy. <laughs> yeah. well thanks for being here and uh, Eliz where can people reach out to us yes you can send us an email sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter Instagram Facebook and YouTube at sequelrights Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts when you get the chance. And uh, Justin, what do we always say here at Sequel Rights? Well, you know what? Thank God. It's never over. See you guys next week. (laughs) 